welcome to Some Good Podcast. Um, I'm Delaney. I'm Janice. I'm Zach. Perfect. And this week, we are going to be, of course, recapping last week's Some Good News, telling you some more about what's happened and what we are seeing going forward. Zach's going to tell us a lovely story, and then we're going to talk about our favorite times of year. Yay! That's the, that's the question. Yeah. 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 Times of year. This mm-hmm. times of year. Uh, Janice, what was your favorite, or what did you like think about some good news this week? I thought it was some good thing. I, I thought wow. it was a good expert <laughs> analysis. Extremely <laughs> specific. I am, I am nothing if not analytical, deeply analytical. No. Uh, uh. Okay, uh, okay, my favorite thing about it was, you know, I liked getting to play the seagull and Josie captain. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that because I, I, I had two roles in, in that. I was the seagull and then I was the hand of God stealing the X away from Delaney. Yes. And that was probably, that was probably my favorite thing about some good news this week. I deeply enjoyed just, I'd be surprised if that's not all three of ours. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. Yeah. I just, I really liked, one, getting a Torment Delaney. That is my favorite time of day. Yes. Uh, you know, I've got it scheduled, set aside. Gives yep. me that boost of serotonin there I need. There you go. Yes. Yeah. I'm just, mm, I've been Can feeling bad. drop of serotonin? <laughs> <laughs> I've been feeling bad. Time to just go poke right at Delaney. Perfect. Uh, you know, I like to say upsetting things. But this time I got to be directly upsetting <laughs> with a seagull. Yes, I did like On when camera. you snatched the X. Oh, yeah. just like snatch. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's, the, it's the low budget that kills me. Oh man, so low That's budget. Smart. We can't afford two captain's hats. Well, that, yeah, that I, I had to make one, <laughs> and it didn't even make it well. It made it off of WikiHow. That WikiHow article. And it just article. stopped after four steps. Oh no! <laughs> so I was I like, like, this is my hat, I guess. WikiHow, I feel like, is usually pretty detailed oh it is but this time it was this just time. like make a fold make a fold make a fold now decorate it however you want and so I had to tape it tape it shut mm-hmm. it's great yeah. you know and then we wrote joe c captain on it and then crossed out joe and put delaney that's how low budget we are we yeah. folded a tiner a tiny paper goose <laughs> uh you know that that we played as a mock seagull yep exactly mm-hmm. we got the thrift store sea painting it's fun how we get the ideas for for the joe bits because like that one i was just like wow i need this painting can what i say i am so proud of myself for how i set up that shot i will never <laughs> not look at that shot and be like i did such a good job making it look like the background was actually the sea and not the painting mm-hmm. like of course it is yeah but, but i am incredibly proud of myself for how i set that up i do think it was probably some of our highest quality artistic value yes i think like second place is very clearly joe america where we have the fireworks just over the top of of joe america's <laughs> like body barely see me because we're i'm using the poor green screen effect on iMovie but we can see you just enough to get the spirit of america <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so, so Zach, then your favorite part was, was also Josie Captain. Was also Captain. doing that, yeah. That that was a lot of fun. I like doing my my little pirate voice a lot, even if it like kind of kind of killed my vocal cords for sure. a solid day. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, what were you using it's, those for anywhere? I, yeah. Nothing. It's, I, it's not like you do a podcast. It's not like people listen you to your voice that. regularly. <laughs> uh, I go hide in my room and I 
And I don't come out. <laughs> you know, I, I have theories on what destroys your vocal cords. And I yeah. think it's that every time Separate Ways by Journey comes on. You, you scream it. You scream sing it in your song. It's a terrifying experience the first time that someone has to deal with that. Because you're like, oh, look, it's a Journey song. I remember enjoying this as a child. My dad would sing it to me. Uh-huh. And then as the vocals start up, here's Zach. Five cars away from you. You're not even in the same car. Just scream singing to it. That's my favorite song of all time. Mm-hmm. By a long shot. It's not even close. So when we're comparing damage to your vocal cords, I, I think there might be another culprit. No, that doesn't destroy my vocal cords. Actually, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> there was, was one you can't time, lie to yourself. I, I know. There's there's one time, went and judged, uh, was it state debate? It was. I, I think it was we state debate. Janice and, Janice and I went and judged state debate together. Idaho mm-hmm. state debate. Yep. And... Uh, you were driving on the way back, and I was, was just playing music on, on my little FM transmitter in my car. Yep. We're, we're driving back, and Separate Ways came on, and I was just, like, scream singing it, and we got to the bridge, and I had to pause the song, because I started, like, hacking up a storm. Uh, did that for a couple of minutes, waited till I was good, resumed the song, finished scream singing it. You're going 80 miles down the freeway, and I was like, is this how I want to die? <laughs> is this <laughs> the final human experience? There, there were no other cars around us <laughs> other than uh, some friends of ours that were also driving back. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like I was going to drive us into other cars. No. I was just going to drive us off to the edge of the freeway. <laughs> exactly. I mean. And that would have been better. It would have been fine. You know. Would have been fine. So that's yeah, separate ways is a lot. When we're just um, comparing, I... but in, in reference to to Joe Sea Captain and not separate ways, um, uh, I liked the the little eye patch bit, mm. um, and also you could probably clearly tell that I just sort of ran out of ideas at the end of the story. <laughs> you closed, don't say. When closed that way, <laughs> hey, I ran out of ideas. It closed so successfully. The story arc was completed. It was great. It was, completed. It was beautiful. I, I mean, Delaney Beginning, Pirate. Middle, and end. Delaney Pirate definitely, like, she made the hero's journey. She did. I could pull out all yeah. the steps. You can write a research paper really, on it. Oh, ooh, We school. could really de- um, pull apart that story and learn more about Delaney. Sea yeah. Captain Pirate? Delaney Pirate. Pi- Pirate oh, no, Delaney. we learned Pirate everything Delaney. that we needed to know. Yeah. And that was it. That, that was, was it. all. That was the end. Stories don't always have happy endings. No. Oh, man. What a That's g- the moral of the story. Delaney, what was your favorite part? <laughs> I, honestly, my favorite part is when you said, move over, football. That, I like, silly That was my favorite part. But I also did enjoy, I recognize that, like, the things that I find funny are actions and, like, doing things mm. and... So when someone makes a specific move that I wouldn't have thought about, or watching it back, when I made a specific move that I didn't think about, those are the parts that I had enjoyed most. Like right towards the end of the, I don't know why I thought to do this, but right yep. towards the end of this scene, and I reach back to touch where the X had been, and I look all sad. You do. I like that part a lot. I don't know. You, you just very sadly like caress the I had to. I had to like sit there and wait through the time frame where you're like, there's nothing left in this story. I don't know what to do, but I'm still on camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't just sit here. I have to do something. Maybe I should reach back for that old ex that I can't find it was, anymore. It was a fun, fun one take 
follow along with the story and just see how it <laughs> yeah. goes. No practice, just do it. But that mm-hmm. was on purpose, as we did all mm-hmm. recognize that sometimes it's like the practice tries are the best, and you can't go back and re... Mm-hmm. Like, you can't yeah. pretend to do the thing that you did on accident again without it looking weird. Besides, we couldn't have done that again. You slapped that seagull so hard <laughs> that it was destroyed. Like, people couldn't see it, but I... But, you know, I was operating it with my long stick. We have premium special effects here Uh, in some good news office. Uh, I wasn't sitting on the floor. What? No, no. (laughs) She was not on the floor, and I was not behind holding things over the top. Uh, But, like, you slapped it so hard that it looped around. And we had had it hanging with a piece of tape because we didn't have (laughs) any. we We didn't have anything else. And we were like, well, it's not worth the trip to the store. I guess we'll just... We'll work with this. Uh, It had like wrapped around, which is why. It didn't occur to me that (laughs) when I hit it, it would just make a circle and like swing all the way around. Yep. So watching it wind up, I nearly died. (laughs) So it was, it was the best, it was the best thing that we could get it in one take because that seagull could not have handled another take with us. Right. I feel like we destroyed things Move over, football. (laughs) But it's a seagull. I mean, the editing. The mm-hmm. editing is what makes that thing really funny to me. Yeah. Is because uh, for whatever reason, I had forgotten to turn out of the last story. So there wasn't like yeah. a real clean transition. Uh, so it does look really dramatic when I'm just suddenly going to the center, slapping my hands down. Being like, ah, sports are over. Yes. I think there was a lot of like opportunities for weird editing this week. The yeah. last few weeks, I've had a lot of fun opportunities <laughs> for like weird different editing mm-hmm. and it's been kind of fun because i'm like all right i can do all these slapstick moments i always liked when i was a kid <laughs> <laughs> this is the but, time but they're bad and low budget i mean whatever we're bad and low budget yeah, I mean, you, no exactly I'm, some good news <laughs> we're bad and low budget uh we are the little caesars of news and podcasts <laughs> it's hot and it's ready is it is it good it's hot and it's ready. <laughs> and that's what we do. It's hot and fresh on Fridays. It's ready. There you go. We just... There it is. It's great. Zach, you have a... Speak, yeah, speak, I was going to say, speaking of, of ready. Ah. Uh, yeah, I've been... I've been segway. Been, been running. Segway. Transition. Um, just uh, ironically, like my editing transitions and some good news. Um I've been been running a lot, a lot more. Uh, I ran a lot in high school. If you if you couldn't tell from all of my examples, no, of all of the things that we talk about at the end Never. of the episodes, all of my examples are always from things that I did while running. Um, That's and true. And I didn't run during college because I was lazy and terrible. Who's got time to uh, run when you're in? College? Honestly, I just ate fast food. I went to class and I gained weight. And that was great. And that's the college experience. And honestly, it was great. You I enjoyed every minute You paid $60,000 to $150,000. <laughs> yep. You walk away with a piece of paper. Yep. Uh, in dire need of sleep and 30 extra pounds you never wanted. Yes. And it was great. That was perfect. Um, but I figured, since I'm all graduated now mm-hmm. and, you know, got got my degree and everything, that I should try and do some more stuff with my, with my free time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, I should get back into running. And mm. I was like, yeah, I think that's a good thing. Like, I enjoyed it a lot, like, when I was in high school and everything. 
uh, it was a great way to like just kill time and not like sit at home <laughs> on my phone right and everything uh and so earlier this summer my brother and i uh were like oh we're gonna go run this like cool trail race that they're doing in mccall uh mm. he did it last year it's like a really cool uh like 10 mile race through everything they give you this Ugh. cool log metal uh, <laughs> when you finish and everything like it's really cool uh and so <laughs> he asked me if i wanted to run it like two months before it was supposed to start and i was like all right I got two months yeah. to get in shape for this race. Oh, God. Um, and and I was actually doing pretty good, right? You know, it was about a month before I was, uh, I could run, I was at about six miles pretty easily, um, which was good. I wasn't, like, running them very fast. Right. Sure. But I was up to the distance, about the distance that I wanted to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they canceled the race. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, COVID is taking things from us. Boo, COVID. Um, so I, I kind of fell off a little bit after that. Um, and then I've kind of picked up a little bit since then. But, like, I'll go a couple weeks where I'm really good at it. Yeah. Really good about it. I'll, like, run every day. I'll run, like, at least five miles a day. And then there will be a week. Uh, I'm on one of those weeks right now. Sure. Um, <laughs> where I'm just like, eh, just do, 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 just not. I'm just going to not do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not great. I'm in better shape than I was already than I was during college. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, That's awesome. Like, it's definitely a lot harder to, like, go out and do those runs when I'm not, like, working towards, like, oh, God, I'm going to have to run 10 miles in, like, a week. I have to be ready. So, I will die if I don't train I right li- now. I will literally <laughs> pass out and die. So I think, Zach, you're what the professionals call a procrastinator. <laughs> um, I, well, <laughs> cannot I mean, execute effort until until, until there's a you know a force I mean, a force hanging that, over you. That's definitely a theme <laughs> uh, throughout the last eight ish years of my life. Now eight eight to nine, maybe ten years. Uh, you know, you know that's what I did in high school. I didn't really do any of my played the game, did fine, got yeah. out of got out of high school, did it in college, especially mm-hmm. in speech, especially in speech and debate. Oh God, uh, yeah. You know, would 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 rememorize entire speeches like the night before tournaments. One of my favorite uh, stories from was. I hope none was, of our coaches ever listen to this because I swear. It, to God. Okay, but you know what? It it always worked out really well for me. It did. <laughs> no, it really. Did. That's I wonder not why. A good lesson. Um, <laughs> to be no, like... no, that that's not the lesson. But did I die though? It's, it's the excuse um, a little bit. Um, but you know, one of my favorite stories is uh, one one of our teammates, Connor. Uh, him and I were rooming together at nationals our junior year. Uh, and we decided we, so we're up in New York, right? Yeah. We've we've been there like once before and him and I at like nine o'clock the night before the first day of nationals are like, let's walk over to Nordstrom Rack. Oh boy. (laughs) Nordstrom Rack in the dollar store. Uh, and so we start walking over there and everything and Connor, Connor's like, I'm going to get these cool boots I found at Nordstrom Rack. And so oh my God. he goes he goes to get in line to buy these boots, Nordstrom Rack. And I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm just going to kind of wander around a little bit. And I was like, you know what I should do? I should make sure I know my persuasive speech. Oh, my God. And so I start going through it, and it turns out there's a paragraph I don't remember. Whoops. Oh, so, boy. lucky for me, Connor was in line for 45 minutes because they were <laughs> struggling bad at that Nordstrom Rack that night. So I spent 45 <laughs> minutes in the uh, handbag corner of Nordstrom Rack rememorizing like a couple entire paragraphs of my persuasive speech. Oh, my God. And you know what? I placed in the top 20%. 
Nice. Uh, persuasive speech at national. Perfect. <laughs> Rememorizing that bad boy at Nordstrom Rack the night before. It was great. Good God, sir. Um, but, I mean, back on the, the, the exercise thing is, uh, you know, nationals was not taken away from me by something. I had to be ready for that. Right. <laughs> but uh, it kind of sucks, like, just sort of running and preparing for things and then them being like, all right, they're not happening anymore. Yeah. They're gone. Just right. Just do the running thing. And I'm like, that's not as fun. Exactly. Now you have to do things for, like, your intrinsic motivation yeah. instead of extrinsic. Yeah. Which is a lot harder, and it's a lot harder, especially with, like, everywhere is so smoky right now. Mm -hmm. It's hard to actually want to go outside and do that for a while. Mm -hmm. I have um, a virtual run coming up that was supposed to have taken place Mm -hmm. in San Francisco in the spring, and they have decided to make it virtual. And as long as I finish, I get a sweatshirt and, like, all these things, because they're not (laughs) returning your money to you. They're just adding the things that they're going to mail to you, which is awesome, I suppose. (laughs) Plus, it was supposed to be $25 for them to mail my bib to me in the first place, and they re- funded me my $25 mailing fee so that was nice and uh anyways it's in September Mm -hmm. which means I will have to travel a distance in September but great news (laughs) is because it's a virtual run I don't have to do it in any particular time and when I was going to be in San Francisco I was just going to walk it anyways because it's like the way that this run is it's practically a parade Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people there and like the last time we did it we mostly just walked it anyways and we just like ran every once mm-hmm. in a while but you just cross san francisco it's very hilly you just walk up the thing and there's tryhards. oh that do really run it and do actually take it as a race and they leave very early in the morning and then the rest of us just have a great time yeah just hanging getting out and walking and seeing all the <laughs> wild people that are in san francisco it's not, it's not going to be quite as fun walking through boise as it is through that but i mean that's one of the best parts of the fun runs and everything is is mm-hmm. coming across the finish line dry heaving everywhere having to have race officials <laughs> prop you up so you don't uh, and then they're like, here's a t-shirt, kid. You did good. And then you go home and you pass out on the floor. Like, and, and a, a part of that means, like, a part of me is just, like, trying to be like, ha, ha, like, that's funny. But, like, also getting home and taking that floor nap was one of the best parts of doing any race. Oh, yeah. Um, Your experiences are not universal. But that, like, I, they are to me. I mean, like, they I, are to you, I, but I you think... two are the types of people that pay money to run. <laughs> you pay money to run. Yes. I do and that for free. You know what? One of the the great parts about that, I, the the reason that I pay money to do to do those fun runs, like obviously it's for a log like, medal. Yes, but yes. I mean, there's there's other like experience parts that are that are fun for that. Mm. Uh, like in high school, you know, it was like, oh, just go out there and like compete against these other people, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I do it so that I can feel better about myself. You know, I pay the money <laughs> so I can feel better about myself when the people who like sprinted as fast as they could through the first half a mile oh yeah have to walk the next two miles because they used up literally every ounce of energy and i just get to trot on past them because i know because i know how to race like that part that part is worth every single penny yes i would say i pay money to do runs for the same reason that like so uh Zach's not going to run unless he has an event to go. I'm like, oh, you know what? I have not been feeling very good. I Mm. need to start working out more. Mm. You know what I should do? A triathlon. You know what I can do? Put my face in the water. So (laughs) I did an entire triathlon sprint 
With so it was a small it was the like smaller version. You run mm. half the distance, you mm. bike half the distance, and you swim like a third of the distance. Mm. I swam the whole thing with my face up and like I was practically yeah. doggy paddling the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my bike was so heavy I couldn't pick it up on my own. So I did thankfully oh. have a friend that was like helping me like move my bike around. <laughs> and the um the gear changer was uh, broken, so I only oh, had one God. gear, and we were in Emmett, where there's a lot of hills. Oh, <laughs> and you know what made it so <laughs> worth it is that on my very heavy, given to me bike that's like 20 years old, it's not changing gears up and down hills. I was passing people with fancy <laughs> bikes. They had fancy bikes. They had fancy gear on. They had like the whole like swim bike setup. I was wearing like just regular shorts in the tank top that I figured. <laughs> I would dry off soon enough after I was done swimming, which they did. But I was like, I cannot believe I am passing people that can change gears. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have fancy swim bike my... gear. Uh... We didn't even have gears. Yeah. And then <laughs> we had legs. I had to run a, then the last part of it mm. for me was running a 5K where everyone else was running a 10K. Well, the 5K mm. was just a loop. So if you did the 10K, you were just running it twice. So as I was running, I was like passing these people that, have worked way harder than I have all day long. And so I was like, you know what? This is just a race. This To me, this is just fun. It's like mm-hmm. the Cherry Festival Emmett whatever thing. I'm just going to have it. So as I was running past people that looked like they were working really hard, I was like, hey, you can do it. Good job. And I'm just like running. I'm like, hey, good job. I was just suddenly turned into a cheerleader. And I was like, this has been a great day. And I finished it. And the thing that is hilarious to me as well is that – my times, swimming a third of it, biking half of it, running half of it, were the exact same to the minute as the guy that did the full triathlon. He swam three times as much as me in the same amount of time. He biked <laughs> twice as much as me in the same amount of time. And he ran twice as much as me in the same amount of time. And I was like, wow, I feel uh, really accomplished. I win, I win the guessing game. <laughs> But that's the only reason I was able to, like, get back into shape is that I had forced myself. And I'm not ever going to swim. I can't. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to go sit out in a pond and, like, tread water just to make sure that I could stay afloat for the 25 minutes that it took me to swim whatever (laughs) distance. Anyways, it's a good motivator. Pay money to motivate yourself, too. It's like paying money for a trainer. I mean, maybe, but but here's the thing. Like, I I even think that's a waste. What, I'm going to... I'm going to pay someone to yell at me things I could yell at myself in my own head. Ah, but no, I, no, I don't uh, agree with you. Yeah. I, Fine, you personal you personal. It's not trainer. because I am actually a personal trainer. Oh, and I'm sure it has nothing <laughs> to do with that. I think this has, you have a completely unbiased, See, unfiltered. You're right, I cannot be, I am too biased about this. But having someone else tell you to do something and be there to encourage you. Plus, part of the reason that you're not like that people are not working out in the first place is that they don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it, and it's not fun having someone on YouTube that's perfect trying to tell them to do the thing. So having an outside force that is there, like they're showing up for that meeting, so you better show up for that. Like mm. they're showing up, you better show up as well. Otherwise, like you're not getting your money back for the hour that you paid them to do the thing in the first place. Also, Wait. I'm not personal training anymore, but I do still have the certification. You still buy. I, I know. I, I I agree with that. But 
with with slightly different experience from it because okay but, hi, hi, another 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 Zach high school story oh, um, so you on my on my high school cross country team uh, there was there was another cu- uh, couple of guys that were the same age as my brother and I uh, that actually lived right down the street from us. Uh, we were all we were all on the varsity. Half the team was just the four of us. <laughs> oh boy! Um, but their dad, you know, came to every race to you know, like everyone's parents came and was like, "Woo, like good job!" Like uh, mm-hmm. my parents would come and like record us so we could see how horrible our form looked when we were running. Oh god, uh, after no! And everything it was great. Um, their dad, their dad would scream at them. Oh boy! <laughs> and would scream at the rest of us oh, to boy. run faster. So, so that, that but the only reason. At some races that I would pick up the pace was because I knew that one of my teammates was somewhere a little ways behind me because I could hear their cat screaming at them. You know, uh, my brother and I still talk. He'd be like, what? And he'd like he'd scream at them. Are you sure this isn't can. my father just showing up to your race <laughs> No, it, it was, it was I mean, and I mean, like, it was motivating because I was worried that, like, if he caught me. Or if anything happened, it was over. Um, now you're getting. So I would, I was like, you know, be like a couple miles in, I'd be like, oh man, I'm, I'm real tired, and I just hear that booming scream from about a couple hundred meters behind me, and I was yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta run, I gotta leave, I gotta go, and and it was great because I could never terrify myself that much, yeah, by just yelling at myself in my head. It had to be someone doing that to me or in the vicinity around me. Okay, Ugh. so I, I think I think the difference we have is we have two extrinsically <laughs> motivated people. You need outside forces. You yep. like outside forces. Yep. Yeah. They're what gets you going. For me, I don't know. I'm a little spiteful and petty where if an outside force mm. makes me do something, ah. I resent it. Oh. I'm the only one that gets to yell at me to do something. <laughs> I'm the only one. And so Got it. I think that's also just like my different approach that I've had to like being physically mm. fit in uh-huh. coronavirus times is like it feels like all of my outside distractions, you know, they've been stolen from me. <laughs> sure. I I don't get them anymore. I can't be like it's a Friday. Let's go sit in a dark movie theater for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Yeah. It's, it's, t- God, I've earned this. I've earned sitting for eight hours and watching The Witcher straight <laughs> through for the fifth time. I've earned, earned this. Earned it. Uh, Deserved. But, but now, like, it's cut away so much mm-hmm. of the outside distractions I've had. And I have worn my internal distractions so dry Mm -hmm. i can only do the castle puzzle so many times (laughs) with 750 pieces uh Uh, i can only believe it or not i can only watch the witcher so many times through it's a it's a fun case of having that outside in your case the outside Mm -hmm. distractions and it sounds like in delaney and i's case the outside motivator oh yeah exactly it really makes it a little bit harder like, <laughs> uh, to, to keep thing to either keep things going or just to, yeah. uh, to, to, uh, to not have anything to not buckle down with. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, even like if I had it my way, as far as like motivators go, I'm playing no man's sky all day long and you can't get me to do anything. <laughs> but what I do instead 
is I recognize like, you know what? I have a bunch of house chores I need to do today. I should unload mm. the dishwasher. I should do mm. my laundry. I should do all those things. So what I'm going to do is a compromise for myself and have an outside motivator, <laughs> which is called time. Uh-oh. <laughs> I set a 30-minute timer for myself, and I play No Man's Sky for 30 minutes. And I reach a nice little ending point at some point. I'm just in my ship, whatever. I've saved my game. And then I set a 15-minute timer, and I do the dishes. <laughs> and I do whatever is on that dumb list that I have written out earlier in the day for 15 minutes and then once that's over i get to play no man's sky for another 30 minutes and i do that all day long <laughs> see i i think part of the problem too is the internal voices you appear to each have your own internal voices my internal voice is just my mother oh. just why aren't you moving more <laughs> and so my inter- you know mm. what it's led me to do is i do an exercise every hour now mm. where i'm like all right yeah. it's 10 a.m time to do 65 squats Mm-hmm. It's 11 a.m. It's time to do three one-minute planks in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun things like that. Or I just, I think, I think, like, my internal voice is, like, always, like, be better, do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the type A. And it works for you. I'm glad that works for you. Plus, I, like, I have thought about, like, uh, every hour I should do what Janice does and just, like, do a few squats, do mm-hmm. a few planks or, like, whatever. But then I'm, like, I come up with so many excuses. I'm, like, but at 10 o'clock I have a meeting. But at <laughs> 11 o'clock I'm supposed to go downstairs. And at... <laughs> One, like at all these times, I have these other things I'm supposed to be doing. I can't possibly just create a specific time every hour throughout the day. I probably could, though. <laughs> I mean, you could. I could. You could, but it's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Like, yeah. I just, I, I think I just get resentful of other people being like, you have to do it this way. And I'm like, I have my own internal demon voice. I can do whatever it's I want. It's already telling me I have to do that, you know. Yeah. It's like if you're doing a chore and you're in the middle of it and your parents like, hey, go do that chore. And you suddenly set it down and you're like, no, I will no longer do this <laughs> just because you told me. Just because you told me to do it. Don't you see what I'm doing already? And so I I feel like that effect, it does affect you, though. A lot of your Mm -hmm. external motivating factors have kind of... Up in smoke. I'd be interested in hearing what everyone uh, that's listening or just to think about, like, what are your motivators? Is it your internal voice? Is it an external voice? Is it a timer that tells you this is when something is supposed to happen and then creating that habit in that way? What would you do if you didn't have any motivators, like playing No Man's Sky all day long or watching The oh Witcher for the sixth time? Uh, <laughs> or let us know what those distractions are. Yeah, what are the distractions Ooh. that will keep you from doing the things that you want to be motivated to do? Or, like, in order to exercise, do you have to sign up for a race and have a deadline? <laughs> Like Zach and I, or <laughs> do you internally yell at yourself until, until you, you feel awful? <laughs> uh, some fun dark things going on. Some fun anxiety. Th- it comes for free and it stays for forever. Oh Ooh. boy, <laughs> I don't like that. No um, one does. That's why it's anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our top three times of year originally this was supposed to be top three seasons but that was just a silly way of getting us to say our least favorite season so we've changed that (laughs) we've changed it (laughs) to be actually i do have my least favorite season i'm not afraid of it what is your least favorite season spring what (laughs) what nonsense i'd almost rather just talk about our least favorite seasons than argue about that anyways (sighs) spring is my least favorite season moving on Top three times of year. So just times throughout the year that are your favorite. We have written a few down. 
who would like to go first? I think Zach should go first. Zach, I, think I go first most of the time. You definitely this. do. I think Delaney uh, should go first. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I can go first. All right. I chose, as I typically do, my top three times of year in like things that I get to do during that year. Like, I'm not going to choose a holiday because I'm not consistent. I don't live in the same state as my family. I do not consistently get to see them on holidays. We typically end up doing them, like, before or after. So Thanksgiving isn't always on Thanksgiving. It's, Mm -hmm. like, in October during my birthday when we can decide everyone's together. So we may as well make a turkey, and now it's suddenly Thanksgiving. So a holiday isn't going to necessarily be a favorite time of year for me. So instead... One thing is, when I finally get to wear my light jackets again, I have my favorite rain jacket, I have my favorite yellow (laughs) down jacket, whenever I get to, it's the perfect temperature and season and time for me to wear one of my favorite jackets that I have spent time cultivating in my closet. Man, am I happy. I love wearing my little rain jackets. So, like, in spring? No. (laughs) In fall. But it rains it a lot in the spring. It rains so much in the spring, Delaney. I don't want to talk about the spring right now. Okay? Oh. <laughs> the next one is when it snows a lot. And I would say, actually, okay, that could be a positive towards spring because otherwise it's my mm-hmm. least favorite. So oh. the fact that I get to wear my rain jacket in spring is delightful. That's probably the only thing that can recoup spring. Um, next is when it snows a lot and I get to go ski, like on a big, big snow day up in the mountain, all the instructors are happy. All of the like people that actually make it up to the mountain and have survived getting their boots back on and doing all these things (laughs) and are like out on the snow, like everyone's just hyped. Everyone has the right (laughs) vibe to just go out and ski. Also as instructors, like being out on the snow for, um, like seven hours, and the for the day is a lot and teaching people and blah blah blah. so we don't always unless we're training we don't typically go out and like free ski or we have to force ourselves to remember we have to go free ski because like I'm forgetting why I like skiing so much (laughs) but we don't have to convince ourselves to go free ski and not worry about training when it's a powder day when there's just so much snow outside that everyone just wants to be out there that is one of my favorite times of year and then the last one is whatever like the first and like last like camping trips of the season Mm. where Mm. it's just like a little bit cool but not so cold or like whatever the case may be like anytime like the first time where I really get to spend all night outside is just so lovely Mm. And I would say maybe sometimes that happens in the spring, but not a redeeming quality of the monster that is springtime. Okay, Dennis? (laughs) You're wrong. Uh, Summer's the worst season. But anyway, I'll just put that out there. I think I'm on board with that, actually. Yes, finally! (laughs) Zach's on my side again. This whole podcast, I've been alone. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. (laughs) Top three seasons. Uh, and I'll admit, one of them happens in summer, but I think mm-hmm. some elements of summer that I hate, and it's because I grew up drag racing at the racetrack, which, uh, you know, hot. I love I love racing. I just, there's something about being caught between hot desert sand, <laughs> 101 degree weather, and hot asphalt with no sign of relief. No sign of relief. You have to wear pants. Mm-hmm. You have to wear long sleeves sometimes. Exactly. The helmets. The closed-toed shoes. No air conditioning in the car. And then, and then, and then the sport is 
to get into a car that you have to keep at about 150 to 160 <laughs> degrees internal temperature, mm-hmm. which means you get to push it down the lane until it's time to start it. Yeah. So it's hot, it's sweaty, that's why summer sucks. Yeah. But there's one part of the season I really like, and that's, for me, I call water adventure season. Mm. Ooh. Water adventure season is when, uh, you know, rivers are not so cold that you hate yourself every moment you're in them. Yep. And it's just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the kind of season where you get joy at the thought of being thrown into water, where every other part of the season you would hate whoever did that to you. Sure. It, it's fun. It's great. Also, yeah. you know, we talked about rafting last week, but I think rafting is great, and you should all go <laughs> sign up for the Idaho Guide uh. Service. <laughs> There's my pitch. We're not sponsored, by the way. That's just my pitch. Yes. Just plug in them. Exactly. Okay, I think my second my second favorite season is uh, Stormy Spring. Okay. When it's really, really windy, or there's a rainstorm, or a thunderstorm, or something like that. So I say spring instead of summer, because I think summer rain is too hot. Like, it doesn't cool you down. It doesn't really bring any relief. It just feels like hot, sweat being spit into your face by the sky uh summer rain is cleansing see are you gonna tell me i'm wrong though yes i do not agree with you it's just it is it's just the sky i like the warm sweat spitting on you you know what Um, cold rain is not snow you know what it is it's refreshing it's cleansing (laughs) it is rejuvenating especially because what natasha benningfield was talking about in her hit song unwritten let the rain feel the rain on your skin (laughs) exactly like the like part of the thing is too uh so in the spring if you've ever ridden like an open vehicle like a motorcycle or something that you can like take the roof on everything smells amazing it is new it's all in bloom Mm. it's super nice and when the rain hits it it just amplifies all those smells or when it's super windy it just throws it all at you and i really like that kind of elemental nature of it uh and then my my favorite season though is what i call halloween fall (laughs) i think there's two versions of fall you know there's the september to october fall that's still a little hot yeah and you can still go outside and you do your activities and then there's like uh you know november to some part of december fall Mm -hmm. in idaho you know right before the first snow hits so sometimes that second fall is real small um but this first fall, this is the time when you, you bring out your fall decorations and you haven't been able to decorate anything since 4th of July, so it's been a while. It's been a while. Your house looks boring. It looks empty. Yeah. Put a tiny pumpkin in it. Make it festive. <laughs> uh, but it's the time of season when corn mazes are open, when haunted houses are open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are wearing costumes. They're excited. You get to watch horror movies. You get to bring like all these fun flavors like pumpkin spice, which I think is way underrated. I think so many people hate it mm-hmm. that they've made it underrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is my hot Sorry. take. Right. I just, I think it brings something new to the flavor. And plus, I don't know, it's something I'm just really looking forward to this mm-hmm. year. Because mm-hmm. I feel like everything else has been slowly taken away that I'm allowed to look forward to. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, at least the seasons are changing. That's real nice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get at yeah. this point. That's that's fair. So what's so summer's uh, your least favorite yeah, season? Yeah, so 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 for doing <laughs> for doing least favorite summer, mine uh, is a more recent uh, mm. hatred of <laughs> distaste for summer. 
because uh, I, I live on the top floor of my apartment complex, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and all of the heat rises up there. And our little NAC unit mm-hmm. uh, only really gets the living room and the kitchen. Uh. So my room turns into a furnace oh, at night. No. Uh, yeah, and most nights I end up just not sleeping with a blanket and that it's still too hot. Yep. So that's where my distaste of summer has mostly come from, mm-hmm. uh, is from baking every no. single night <laughs> in the summer. And it's it's not great. It's not fun. I don't like it mm-hmm. a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And they're always sold out of fans at Walmart. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I was going to say, what about uh, like a window fan? Yeah, that, yeah, that's been the plan. Actually, for the last couple of weeks, I've been looking and I have not found one. Oh, I boy. think I, I found one on found one. Target, but like online, and it came. Mm-hmm. It was shipped. Yeah, because you just I think can't find them at, in the valley. At this point, I'm gonna have to, or I'm at the point that I'm going to, uh, just order one online. Yeah, yeah. So it's which sucks, but what mm-hmm. I have to do. My 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 favorite time of year is also Halloweeny fall. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know, I, I mm. it's, I it's ironic. I never thought about the way that the falls were divided up before, mm-hmm. but like that's also it's how true. I divide them up. You know, like. Yep. There's there's Halloween fall and there's Happy Holidays fall. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so maybe maybe not to mm-hmm. it up in the same way as you had them. Yeah. But like fall during Thanksgiving feels very different to me than fall during uh, Halloween does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Hall- Halloweeny fall. You know, for for a lot of the the, the cross country memories and everything. That's always mm-hmm. near like when state was, uh, and we always got to run that race at like Eagle Island. Uh, mm-hmm. which looks really gorgeous in the fall. Yeah. Um, so that was always great. Um, you know, Halloween's great because I feel like a lot of the uh, TV specials I really like are, mm. like, Halloween-y themed. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of most of the Christmas ones, but mm. the Halloween ones. They get the you. Halloween ones are real good. Um, you, you know, so just, just a lot of good, like, fall stuff that happens, I think. Uh, playoff baseball. It's oh. happening like that first mm-hmm. little week of uh, October and throughout most of September, which is great. Um, so a lot, lot of good stuff from fall. My second one, uh, I couldn't decide how to put it down, but I just put winter. Right. <laughs> I just, I just like <laughs> general, because I, I mean, yeah. there's you know, with fall I can kind of pick it out as specifically like Halloween fall. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things I like. But winter, there's not, like, a specific thing, because I think there's a lot of cool things that happen in winter. Mm-hmm. My birthday is in the winter. Um, like, one of, <laughs> a couple of my favorite debate tournaments we went to were in the winter. Yeah. Um, uh, especially, like, the Gorlock was in St. Mm. Louis. Uh, over the winter was lots of fun, um, mm-hmm. except for the fact that it happened on my birthday. I mean, <laughs> that was the best debate ber- tournament uh, experience, was your birthday, because it's like, either everyone's going to say something or no one will. And that's fine. <laughs> uh, either one of those is great. It is. Um, but, you know, there's that. Uh, there's uh, some, like, playoff football is having a lot of my stuff is also sporty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's so there's a lot of good stuff that happens in the winter. I can use a blanket and just not be cold <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> Uh, it's snuggy season which that's great Um, (laughs) in stark opposition to the summer winters in my apartment are not bad at all Mm. because all the heat from everyone else's apartments comes (laughs) to mine so I don't have to turn on the heater nearly as much I can just use my blanket wouldn't that be nice in the other season (laughs) Um, so I think there's a lot of things that I just I very much like about winter the only thing I don't really like about winter is I have a terrible car and trying oh, to drive anywhere oh, yeah. is a disaster. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last one is that one week in the spring 
where 70 degrees feels like death, but it's also <laughs> kind of nice because last week it was 20 degrees outside. Sure. Um, and it always happened, like, I think, I want to say in, like, the either the last week of March or first week of April. Mm. Like, the last few years, it's always been when it is, like... It'll be 20 degrees the week before everyone's in, the, in in their winter stuff. And then the next week, it's like 70 degrees outside for no reason. Mm. And it's just death outside. Mm-hmm. But it also feels nice because I've been wearing snow pants for the last six months. <laughs> um, so I, I, I do like that a lot because, you know, and start breaking out the, the Frisbees and the outdoor things and mm-hmm. start start having a good time. <laughs> And then, you know, about a month later, I hate it again because I can't use my blanket anymore. Dang it. <laughs> so, I, I have a lot of mixed feelings. I go very back and forth. My my moods, in terms of the seasons and the times of year, violently swing back and forth <laughs> based on whether or not I can sleep with a blanket. <laughs> so, there's that. Well, that time is on its way. Thank thank God. I, I'm very excited for, for the fall. Uh, mm-hmm. even, even if corn mazes and everything look a little bit different this year, mm. yeah. uh, there are lots of other things that I think are great about fall that we can still enjoy about the fall that Definitely. I'm very excited about. Yeah. I'm excited to sleep with a blanket again. <laughs> yes. It's going to be good. I make it usually like the beginning of the night, I, no blanket, maybe mm-hmm. a sheet, whatever. But then with the window open in the morning, it gets cold. And so mm-hmm. that like... First time in the morning when I, like, just kind of wake up and I recognize, like, I'm a bit cold. And then I, like, yeah. roll the blanket over me is so nice. Mm-hmm. It's so delightful. Mm. But I feel like we've talked about a lot of good things today. We had a good, some good news that last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. We all have wildly different, I have wildly different top three times of years than you guys do. <laughs> And Janice has wildly different um, external motivators or internal motivators. Internal. Intrinsic. Intrinsic motivators that are quite different than than Zach and I. That fall gang stays undefeated. Oh, there it goes. (laughs) Well, this has been some good podcasts. (laughs) We'll see you in a couple couple weeks. We'll see you in a couple weeks. We'll see you real soon. Real soon.